We're not in our studio, are we, Ralph? No, we're not. Uh, and so our uh, introductory music is a little different today. <laughs> okay. Hey, Ralph, do you know what day it is today? Today is, uh, well, Friday the 13th comes on a Tuesday this week. Uh, and it's actually uh, the day before... Valentine's Day. So it's the 13th of February, right, this year? Right. Yeah, I guess the day before Valentine's Day is always February the 13th. It is. Okay, and instead of doing our podcast on uh, Friday, we're going to do it today, which is a Tuesday, and put it up today to get you thinking about love. Love, yeah. Uh, You know, and there are various kinds of stages of love okay yeah and it's kind of interesting Ralph Uh, I've done the liner notes and I've put up three things that you found two of them are on uh, um, it's kind of the the science of love and then one of them is on red flags and love and it's a it's a it's a kind of a funny one it's done by a psychiatrist who says that he had so many red flags that he doesn't know why his wife ever married him and I relate to that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Now, we said in the liner notes that um, we were going to get help from a saint, a poet, and the The greatest storyteller of history. Now, maybe it's the second greatest. I I particularly think Sheila, my wife, is the greatest storyteller, but the storyteller that I were referring to is a guy named Shakespeare. Okay. Ring a bell? It rings a bell. Yeah. Um, According to to Wikipedia, he uses the word love 2,147 times in his work. And then he uses the term be loved and another term that's similar to be loved about 500 times. You know, I'm glad I don't have a job with Wikipedia going through manuscripts picking out specific words. Yeah, I think probably uh, that's done by computer today, but somebody wow. started, uh, you know, reading it and uh, and writing where it was, page so-and-so. Now, one of the interesting things when you think about love, Jim, is one of the first stages is what we sometimes call puppy love or infatuation. Right. And... You know, you think of Shakespeare and Romeo and Juliet. Now, there have been, I don't know how many uh, films made of Romeo and Juliet. And different versions of it. Different versions of it. West Side Story, for example. And the thing that it's kind of hard for a lot of people to understand, the most recent film, actually, uh, or I think the most recent featured a cast which was appropriately aged. That is to say that Shakespeare's characters in the play, uh, Romeo and Juliet, are both 14. No kidding. Yeah. Okay. So in our society, they would be thought of as way too young to have um, a serious romance. Okay. So we would say, oh, yes, that's puppy love. That's infatuation. Well, you know, Ralph, back in um, 1530 or so, the average lifespan was about 35 or 40 years. 
Yeah, no, people did live to older than that, but, you yeah, know, on lots, average... Lots didn't, yeah. Lots didn't. And if you were a kid, that could shorten your lifespan, too. Yeah, and of course, that was the age of the great duel. So uh, there's Mercutio in, uh, in uh, Romeo and Juliet who uh, gets into a duel, gets uh, stabbed, and uh, Romeo runs over to him and says, are you wounded badly, or words to that effect? And he says, it's not so wide as a church door, no, nor so deep as a well, but it will do. It will serve. <laughs> so a little humor in, in, in the little, death yeah, scene. Yeah. Gallows humor there, yeah. We yeah. should talk about humor in uh, uh, Shakespeare sometime. Yeah, we could do that because uh, a lot of his stuff, people say, oh, that's so old, I can't stand it. But a lot of his stuff is very funny. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, in fact, I think we mentioned something last week about the um, the death scene, not the death scene, the graveyard scene in Hamlet. Yeah. It's humorous, if only to break the uh, drama up a little bit. Now, we're going to start with, um, let's start with a poet. Who? What poet do you kind of go for, Ralph, in terms of love? Well, I think one of the classics is uh, Elizabeth Barrett Browning uh, and her poem um, in uh, in uh, Sonnet 43. Oh, yes, Sonnet 43. I was thinking about that just today. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, most people know the first lines or, or two. How do I love thee? Let me count the ways. I love thee to the depth and breadth and height my soul can reach when feeling out of sight for the ends of being an ideal grace. I love thee to the level of every day's most quiet need by sun and candlelight. I love thee freely as men strive for right. I love thee purely as they turn from praise. I love thee with the passion put to use in my old griefs and with my childhood's faith. I love thee with a love I seem to lose with my lost saints. I love thee with the breadth, smiles, tears of all my life. And if God choose, I shall but love thee better after death. Okay. Now, that last line in the sonnet um, has always perplexed me. Is she saying that I will love thee, you, my love, better after you die? Or is she somehow saying that she's going to love after she dies? I think what she's saying is that she's going to love her, uh, her lover, her, uh, the object of her affection, after she dies, if God chooses yeah, that's kind of how I've interpreted that also. And it's interesting, she did not live to a ripe old age of 80 or 90. She died when she was about 56, right? 55 yeah. 55 or 56? Yeah. Well, that's kind of interesting because I'm, I'm going to bring a saint to the table, and I'm not going to bring St. Valentine's, but I'm going to contrast what the saint has to say with what uh, Browning had to say. Because she was pretty positive. I mean, she said things... This is what love is. And uh, my saint is a little bit different. 
Okay. My so saint. you're going to bring in Saint Gloomy? <laughs> Not exactly, but uh, a little bit. I'm going to bring in chapter 13 of Corinthians. And the saint is, of course, Paul. And um, he says, Love is long-suffering, and love does not envy. Love is not proud. It is not stuffed up. Notice the difference? He's saying what love isn't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, he's writing, or the, the uh, translation of what he's saying is probably from 100 A.D., right? Right. And, and uh, Browning is 1850 or so. So there's a little difference here in, in flavor in terms of the Middle Ages versus the more legalistic, what love isn't portion of, of uh, uh, this particular uh, scripture. Love does not behave rudely, does not seek its own, does not provoke, doesn't think evil, does not rejoice in iniquity, ah, but rejoices in the truth, bears things, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. So he changes here. He says, love endures, love hopes, love bears up. Um, and then it finally ends up with love never fails, which of course is sort of, is the, I think, um, message of, of the Christian Bible in, in the New Testament, summed up by uh, Jesus when he says, uh, love, love the Father and love your neighbor, right? Yeah. Okay. So, but that's a little bit different than the Valentine's uh, love of, of April 14, or April, February 14th. Yeah, one of the uh, one of the things, of course, with our Valentine's Day, and a lot of people who are fairly cynical, I guess, about uh, these sort of things, tend to call Valentine's Day a hallmark holiday. That you know, it's it's only there for the merchant to uh, to make uh, money on with cards and so on and so forth, and. I think it's it's actually a little more important than that because it's the one occasion of the year when uh, you can, in fact, remind yourself of the importance of being with your significant other. Mm -hmm. And I think for, for most people, um, whether they consciously realize it or not the uh, the fact that most of us end up with um, somebody who is truly significant in our lives right and somebody who uh, hopefully um, you know um, can put up with us can put up with us uh, in spite of our red flags as the psychiatrist says and I think that's that's really important to remind ourselves that, you know, 364 days of the year, somebody has your back. Yep. And today is the day when you tell them, thank you. Thank you. Okay, so we're not going to go down the, uh, the, the road of love stinks. We're going to be Pollyanna-ish today, right, Ralph? Right. And we're going to say, go out and tell someone that you love them, you know. Get get your 
Get your love life going, right? Right, and tell them, you know, as I said, tell them thank you for... Thank you. Uh, thank you for loving me. For loving me. Yeah. Okay, so until the next time, this is Jim. And Ralph. Saying, keep, keep your, your stick, stick on, on the ice. Because we're all in this together. together.